welcome back to Faith on Fire. I'm Claire Bradley, and today we're going to dive into the second part of the three-part series on the Catholic viewpoint of heaven, hell, and purgatory. Um, So today, I know last week actually, we started talking about hell. Um, Hopefully, I kind of went into enough detail for that. I know I was also answering some questions that you guys had, so... um, If there's ever any um, other concerns or questions about that, reach out to me, definitely. Um, I'm sure that won't be the first time I'll talk about that. But for today, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about purgatory, which um, I kind of honestly don't know that much about it. I was really happy because I got today, I was doing some research and I was learning and gathering some more insight on really what the church says about it. And I was really glad to be able to do that because um, like I knew I'm gonna explain like kind of the basis of what I knew um, in a few minutes, but I really didn't know like some of the main parts of it, which is kind of funny, but um, yeah, so I really enjoyed learning about this and I'm excited to kind of talk to you guys about it. So before I jump in, I just wanted to say again that I'm sorry, I know I'm a day late. I usually, I promise, will do Wednesdays, but sometimes things will get in the way. Yesterday was Veterans Day here, and um, I was kind of just hanging out with my family, but I'm back, and I'm so happy to be recording and learning with all of you, so I just wanted to put that out there. I really try to do Wednesdays, because um, that's kind of like a good day in the middle of the week, but some weeks it'll just be like a day or two late. So luckily I haven't been two days late yet. Anyway, so basically purgatory, I'm just gonna start with my own, like before I started learning about it, this was like the basis of what I understood. And I kind of knew more than I thought I did, which is good. So purgatory is a place where people go when they die to kind of cleanse them from sin and where our souls go to let kind of like let go of everything that stops us from getting a perfect relationship with God. So uh, basically it's kind of, it's almost like a weird thing to think about. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about something later that um, reminded me of that just now. But basically it's, it's where we go. Like we kind of, when we're in purgatory, let go of all our worldly things and all our sins um, that kept us away from God when we were on earth. So that can be like material things, um, work, money, even family and friends. It's so, I think like that's the hardest thing um, in my life is kind of trying to put God before even family and friends because it's hard to love um, God who, even though you know he's there, hopefully, um, it's not someone that like you see every day and you hug and someone who cooks dinner for you and is always like physically right there. It's hard because um, as Catholics, we believe that God should come first. And I think that that's one of the more troubling things that I try to deal with. Um, But about purgatory though, what's kind of amazing about it is that if you die and you do go to purgatory, that does mean that one day you will be in heaven. So if you die one day, um, it's if you die one day and you're like, well, this isn't heaven, but this isn't hell, where am I? You're not gonna be there forever. It's just um, kind of a pit stop along the way, but it's very important. So just so you know about that. And um, 
And what's kind of interesting about purgatory is that when, like, when God was talking about purgatory, like, when it says in the Bible, he doesn't say an exact, like, scale measurement or anything saying, oh, hey, if you sin this many times, then you'll be in purgatory for this long. We really have, like, no idea. So it could be, like, I don't know, a few days, a few years, I don't know. Or it could be, like, a really long time, like, a hundred years. Um, and that's just something to think about, I think. And it's it's not like that. It's not like we know exactly what it's going to be like. And as humans, we need to work to build a relationship with God and work to become worthy of his love. So hopefully we can get to heaven faster. I think that um, as we keep working to um, grow as people together, you know, as a church, as a community, and we keep um, building each other up and being supportive and loving and kind and just following God's um, word and um, everything that the church says, that's going to help us, you know, when we're dead and gone one day from earth. We're not always going to be here. And that's kind of weird to think about because, you know, I feel like when I try to think about it, my brain cannot comprehend the fact that one day I won't be alive. And it's like, I know that one day I'll die, but it just, I can't actually picture it because you have no idea what it looks like. Um... But, yeah, that's just, I always think about that. I'm always like, yeah, I don't know how long I'm going to be in purgatory, so I want to try to do the best I can here so that hopefully I can get into heaven. Um, And I think that purgatory is kind of interesting because oftentimes for non-Catholics, they may not even know what it is. Um, Some of you may not have even heard of this before. Um, and it's often, like, overlooked, I'd say, but it's a real thing that the Bible talks about and, um, something that the church teaches about, and I think, um, it's just important to be aware of it, um, because oftentimes I think people think just about heaven and hell, you know, it's like, oh, it's like one way or the other, but, um, and what's, I mean, purgatory, like I said, when you're in purgatory, that means that one day you'll be in heaven, which is good. But um, I think, like I don't, I said before, I didn't really know that much about it, so I was happy to learn about it and grow, because um, now I can be more aware of it, you know? It's just something that's, I think, really good to learn, definitely. Um, and like I said before, I wouldn't want you to die and end up in purgatory and be like, this isn't hell, but it does not seem like heaven either, so where am I? Because, um, like I said, that would just, I think that some people probably do have that, I don't know. I can't really think about it, I have no idea what it's like up there, but <laughs> it's just something I think about sometimes. Um, okay, so the catechism, which as you all know, I love to refer to, has a lot of really great things that it says about the purgatory, or that it says about purgatory, and I'm gonna read a little bit from there really quick, and I'm also gonna read from UCAT, which is like the, um, I don't know, it's like a kid version of it, kind of. It's actually really good. It's a, it's a youth catechism, that's what it says. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna start with the basic catechism, because that's kind of more of, um, I guess a comprehensive thing. I don't know if that makes sense. It's more, um, like, it's, yeah, okay. (laughs) It's more of, like, um, I think it's a little bit more complicated, and, um, I can still, like, I think that you'd still be able to understand it, but then we can kind of look at this and then look at the UCAT and kind of see, 
um, what we can gather from those. So I'm going to read from page 291 in the Catechism, and it's like, I think it's a three-part, I think it must talk about, yeah, it talks about heaven, hell, and purgatory. Um, and it says, the final pur- purification or purgatory. So I'm just going to read um, this page really quickly, because it has like a really good um, explanation, and then I'm going to talk about that, and then I'm going to go to the UCAT. So, it says, all who die in God's grace and friendship, but still imperfectly purified, are indeed assured of their eternal salvation. But after death, they undergo purification, so as to achieve the holiness necessary to enter the joy of heaven. The church gives the name purgatory to this final purification of the elect, which is entirely different from the punishment of the damned. The church, for, uh, the church formulated her doctrine of faith on purgatory, especially at the councils of Florence and Trent. The tradition of the church, by reference to certain texts of scripture, speaks of a cleansing fire. So it says, as, as for certain lesser faults, we must believe that before the final judgment, there is a purifying fire. He who is truth says that whoever utters blasphemy um, against the Holy Spirit will be pardoned neither in this age nor in the age to come. From this sentence, we understand that certain offenses can be forgiven in this age, but certain others in the age to come. So I think I'm actually just going to stop there. That was only like the first two paragraphs and then it had a Bible quote. So I think that that, that's just like a really good way to, um, just learn about it like really quickly, just kind of understand what the church is saying about it because, um, that's important, you know? And I would say that, um, it was kind of talking about this final purification and that's, that's what it is. The, um, the UCAT book also kind of goes into some detail about that, that I like how it says, but, um, it's true. It's like, we're never, you cannot enter the perfect kingdom of heaven with a perfect God, um, and not have like a perfect soul. That's a really, really important thing. You know, we're never going to be, we're never going to be perfect on earth because that's just not how we're built. We're humans. We have a desire to sin. And, um, it's really important to, um, Catholics that, you know, we go to confession and I'm going to talk about that actually a little bit later. Um, and we get cleansed from our sins and that we work to avoid sin at all costs because we want to get to heaven. That's, that's like I always say, the end goal. <laughs> so now I'm going to read a quick thing. So UCAT, which I really like about this, is it's like a youth thing. So if you, um, like sometimes the Bible can just be like really hard to get through. Same with the catechism. Um, like some of the words in there even still I was like wait what so this is definitely good um, because it it explains it in like an easier way to understand so this this doesn't really have oh it's actually page 96 um and I guess it's like article 159 or something but it says what is purgatory And it says, purgatory, often imagined as a place, is actually a condition. Someone who dies in God's grace and therefore at peace with God and man, oh, and men, but who still needs purification before he can see God face to face is in purgatory. So before I keep reading, that's like I was just saying right now, that's like a really important thing. When we die 
um, if on earth we were just trying to um, follow like God's will and try to be good Catholics or Christians, um, but we still sin because we're humans, then purgatory is probably where we will end up, hopefully. It's, we're never going to be perfect. It's, I mean, I don't even, I doubt that anyone's really gone straight to heaven except for Jesus himself, because no one's perfect, you know? Even, um, like, someone like Mother Teresa, I don't really know, but, um, she was, she was a human too, you know? She was a wonderful person who, was she's known for all her kindness and she's she's a saint literally she's saintly she's a saint and she's a wonderful role model to all of us but i can't say for sure if she went straight to heaven or not because she i'm sure just like all of us sinned because she was a human and i think that um someone like her or really anyone who's who became a saint is someone that we should um try to follow their example because they are the people that god is creating for us to look up to that's um pretty cool so this is a really good example but it says when peter had betrayed jesus the lord turned around and looked at peter and peter went out and wept bitterly a feeling like being in purgatory just such a purgatory probably awaits most of us at the moment of our death the Lord looks at us full of love, and we experience burning shame and painful remorse over our wicked or merely unloving behavior. Only after this purifying pain will we be capable of meeting his love gaze or his loving gaze in untroubled heavenly joy. So for those of you who don't know, um, kind of uh, I forget what it's called, like the crucifixion story, I guess. Um obviously if you're a catholic you know but when um like the one of the basic parts of the catholic belief is that um god sent his son jesus to heaven and he died on the cross for us and for all our sins so um when jesus was alive he had the 12 apostles yeah the 12 apostles i always get it confused with the disciples but that's different um i think it was the 12 apostles and um peter he said um like it was something like they were in the garden and it was said that one of the apostles will betray god um like three times before the uh, crow crows i think i don't know before the bird crows let's just say that and um I think it was Peter, he, he did that, he denied knowing God when the soldiers asked him, he said, I don't know him three times, and, um, when, this says, when he went out and he saw Jesus, he wept, I mean, he was like, how could I do this, I love Jesus, I, we're friends, he's, like, the most amazing person ever, but he denied knowing him in, like, that moment because of fear, and, um, that's really sad, but, it also says that that's kind of how it's like for us when we're in purgatory, when we are like right at the face of God and we're like re-looking over everything that we did on earth. What are we going to look at? What are we going to say? You know, when we're seeing um, all of the little and big sins that we all committed, you know, so we need to be um, strong. We need to be stronger. And I think that when we come together and if we were just all to be um, helping one another and building each other up to, um, become stronger Catholics and, um, build each other up in our faith. I think that that's just, like, one way that we can all hold each other accountable and become better Christians and Catholics. Um, 
And my sister, when she was in her theology class, we haven't really talked about this yet, she said that, like, purgatory in itself, she almost learned that it's it's not hell, it's not like you're burning for eternity, but it's like a miniature hell, almost, for like a little bit, because you're thinking, geez, I just want to be in heaven with God, and I just want to be, like, in this perfect kingdom, why wasn't I better? It's such shame, and it's really painful, but it's part of the process that we all have to go through to one day come face to face with God in heaven. So that's just something that we all need to remember and that we need to be striving for is to um, hopefully like, I hope that when we go to purgatory together, um, that we can like look back and not have that much to be ashamed of. We can say, you know what? We did as best as we could and we still sinned and we asked for forgiveness. You know, that's really important. But this also says, on page 97, it asks, can we help the departed who are in the condition of purgatory? And the answer is yes, since all those who are baptized into Christ form one, form one communion and are united with one another, the living can also help the souls of the faithful departed in purgatory. When a man is dead, he can do nothing more for himself. The time of active probation is past, but we can do something for the faithful departed in purgatory. Our love extends into the afterlife through our fasting, prayers, and good works, but especially through the celebration of Holy Eucharist, we can obtain grace for the departed. So I think that's kind of beautiful. I think that um, I like it when it says, even into the afterlife, you know, our love is still there. You know, we still, no matter, um, like after a person dies, after like, like when my great grandmother died, I mean, of course I still loved her, even though she wasn't physically with me. And um, I still prayed for her and, um, as Catholics, you know, we need to believe that, and it's really important to, um, you know, be receiving the sacrament of the Eucharist and, um, the sacrament of reconciliation and baptism, because, um, those are kind of, like, the whole things that, um, make us stronger in our faith, and that's, like, that's how God grants us grace is to be stronger, um, in the face of sin, and I think that, um, it's just, it's such an important thing. I think that reconciliation and confession, um, which if some of you don't know what that is, I think I'll talk, I'm, I'm going to wrap up in a few minutes because it's getting late, but um, I want to talk about those like in their own episode because, you know, they're just such a big thing in the church, but it's just kind of asking for forgiveness from God and it can be really scary because you're talking to a priest and you have to confess and you feel a lot of shame because you realize, how could I do this? How could I go against God? But as hard as that may be, the outcome is so much worth it because God forgives you. He's merciful and he loves us for being stronger and for um, kind of holding ourselves accountable and saying, God, I want help. I want forgiveness. And that's really important. And baptism in itself is, um, like I was baptized as a baby. I don't remember it, but, um, being baptized is like such an amazing part of the church because that's just when like, you're kind of like you enter the church family and, um, 
that's kind of where the journey in your faith all starts and it's really beautiful so i think i'm just gonna end with that because um it's just it's a really good thinking thing to think about um is baptism and the sacraments and um if you're not catholic i think that um that's okay i mean the sacraments are a big thing but if you ever were to um like think about joining the church um kind of read up on that and um ask someone in the church about it my mom um she like works with people that are um trying to make their sacraments and she educates them and um prepares them and it's i I see her doing it a lot and it's really beautiful so i think i'm just gonna end with that right now that nice thought um i hope you learned something tonight and next week remember um i'll be talking about heaven which is a little bit lighter than hell and purgatory but for now i hope this helped to set your faith on fire